Thank you for tuning in. This is a Normal Human Radio podcast. everybody and welcome back to normal human rewatch today we are jumping into avatar the last airbender season one episode 17 the northern air temple it's a great episode (laughs) i was about to ask you what you thought of the episode i was flipping through my notes (laughs) um i was like oh without further ado let's jump into the josh nopsis so we see Team Avatar sitting around a campfire with a, a group of people as this man tells a story about these airwalkers who laugh at gravity and those bound to the earth by it. Uh, he finishes his story, goes around trying to get tips, and uh, <laughs> Aang's like, there's there's no way that could be real. This dude has to have seen them a hundred years ago. He's like, nah, I just saw him last week. <laughs> uh, that was a great reveal. He's <laughs> like, nah, it was last week. <laughs> Um, so they go to the Northern Air Temple where they, uh, upon Appa, they see people flying around and Aang quickly realizes that they are not airbenders because they move without spirit. Which uh, is like, which is like a harsh. Low yeah. You have no spirit, <laughs> harsh. cripple boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> so they're all sitting on these glider planes, uh, essentially using air currents and, um, and the wings to maneuver themselves. So Aang engages in a talent One point contest for science. with the with the child. Um and Aang does some pretty cool stuff running off like running around the the walls. Uh and and Teo, who we soon find out his name, does a trick with the glider where he uh does skywriting, but he makes fun of Aang's face, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, so they land, and everybody's applauding him. You know, they Ang Ang is pretty off put by this entire thing, um, and he goes, oh, "Dude, wait till you see what my dad designed." So they go into the air temple where the walls were decorated by these ancient airbending murals, um, and they are there's pipes going through them, cutting in front of them, and Ang is not happy he he doesn't hate it because obviously this is the way they live but he he does see it as a defilement of his culture understandably so um some some stuff is untouched but as they're in uh like an untouched area um a a wrecking ball just screams through the wall and they meet uh they meet dad <laughs> um so i love i love the uh i love this character's like design yeah so uh the the character i think is just referred to as uh the mechanist or the inventor or whatever um but we're we're going to call him pops for the episode uh fair Aang, very angry with with the man, asks him what right he has to this temple. Destroys the the thing that uh, the wrecking ball, and Pops is like, "Listen, I had to search for a new place to live my life because a flood destroyed my village, killed my wife, crippled my son, and he stumbled on this abandoned temple 
and the the image of the airbenders flying around inspired him uh to create his things and he just wanted to make this a society where he can live in because obviously there's there's plenty of other people who live there so they kind of uh so ang is like listen you gotta know when to stop um but Pops runs off with Sokka as Aang, Katara, and, and Teo go further in the temple. Teo wants to show him an area that hasn't been touched. Uh, so they come across these like little hermit crab things. And Aang and Teo's like, dude, listen, the animals around here are still the same. They're just adapting. So Teo is a... They get to the sanctuary where, where everything's being held. And Aang refuses to open. He's like, listen, I don't I don't want to create the ability for people to be able to go in here. Um, we cut back to Pops and Sokka. A, a great team. Great team. Great team. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Actually, before we hop back there, um, Katara almost goes gliding. Um, they say that, you, you know, you need you need uh, you need spirit to do it. And Aang comes to the realization like, listen. We're all one and the same here. So he he's like, listen, I'm I'm gonna go open that gate. But Sokka it, Sokka and Pops are trying to figure out where this natural gas is coming from. Um and they inadvertently come up with the idea of putting rotten eggs in there. So if you smell rotten eggs, you know there's a natural gas leak. Makes sense. I mean Again, smart people. Yeah. Um, and at that moment, you know, a bell rings. So in a panic, he, he hurries off to where, uh, he needs to go. Um, the source of the ringing bell is revealed to be Aang opening the sanctuary where there is a lot of Fire Nation weapons and what, what have you. So they find out that, that Pops has been, uh, for the safety of the people living there has been providing the Fire Nation with weapons, with inventions. He's he's been up to no good. Yeah, up to no good. Um so Warmaster Kin, who who is the Fire Nation uh liaison there, comes on a monthly basis and um and he he's pretty much in there when uh Aang arrives. So, Aang, you know, instead of hiding like the like Pops tells him to do, he's like, listen, I'm going to confront Warmaster Kin. So he does it, um, which is going to prompt the Fire Nation to attack the Air Temple. So they know it's going to happen. They're like, listen, we got to defend the, our place. We, we have the skies. That's our advantage over them. They're stuck on the we ground. Got we the got skies. the skies. Um, so... They I've come up the with higher plan, ground, and we find Sokka has helped him perfect the design of the air balloon to have a vent up top so you can control whether it goes up or down. Smart boy. Smart boy on Sokka. Um, so they also created four types of bombs. Uh, fire bombs, smoke bombs, slime bombs, and stink bombs. So as the Fire Nation forces arrived, you know, they, they do a lot of air bending, water bending, bomb bending to uh, take care of them. But they start to be overwhelmed as tanks make their way up the mountain through a pulley system. Um, so 
Katara is talking to Teo about it. And Teo's like, I remember something with water controlling the balancing mechanism of these tanks. And Katara's like, shit, I can bend that. <laughs> so she goes down to help Aang f- fend off the tanks, uh, where she destroys a few of them as, as Aang uh, deflects projectiles coming their way. But quickly a tank is about to about to approach them and run them over when your boy Appa swoops down. Horns the Big shit out of the Appa. tank. Oh my god, Appa. Appa's the, Appa's the MVP. Yeah, I mean, a legend. Um, so they, they end up running out of explosives to fight the Fire Nation uh, when finally Pops and Sokka arrive with a Fire Nation emblem emblazoned on their balloon. Uh, so they're like, listen, Fire Nation ain't gonna attack us. We got this. So they drop slime bombs on the army below and it doesn't, but it doesn't really stop their advance. Um, so as the balloon's making its rounds, Sokka smells rotten eggs and he's like, fuck dude, you know, you know what this means? That's where the natural <laughs> gas is coming from. Like, oh my God, how, how are we going to use this to our advantage? Let's just ignite the natural gas, blow these, blow these MFers off the side of the mountain. <laughs> um, only thing they have left though is the thing powering their balloon. So they throw it over the edge. Their balloon goes careening down to the ground as as they win the fight by by exploding the side of the mountain, more or less. Um, and they are rescued by Ang as the balloon travels into the into the forest below. Um, so Ang pretty much gives them the thumbs up, like you guys go ahead, keep protecting this air temple. Um, you know, you have my blessing to be here. Not that they really needed it, but it's nice well, to have. I- the thing that I, I I do have a note about this scene in particular, mm-hmm. I like that he does the callback of the hermit crab. Oh yeah, where he's like, oh you know what, like, you know, a hermit crab needs a new shell, and you know, you guys found yours here, and he's like, obviously oh, we're not shell. using it. But uh, little credit scene, we find that. Master Kin and the Fire Nation army found the war balloon, and he mutters, this defeat is the gateway to many victories. Yeah, which is uh, a big yikes. Ominous, to say the least. It's a big yikes. Yeah, it's, it's a big fucking yikes, dude. Uh, did you have anything to bring up about, about this episode? Uh, a few things, actually. Oh! Um, so, the fact that there is a... Uh, Dis- disabled character that's great for representation mm-hmm. um i had to write uh, a paper and do like a huge project in college on representation in media and um, i actually did mine is this the, on is this disability the first disability we see um i believe so okay this um, is the first one of like a char- like a big time character that will Yeah, yeah. I guess not necessarily big time, but like a character that we'll see again. Mm-hmm. Um But the fact that the other big thing about it is that the disability doesn't like super negatively impact him. No, like he's still just kinda fly. like Yeah, he just does he can still just do pretty much whatever. Um mm. That's also a big deal to show that it's not like a hindrance. Yeah, it's. I mean, I guess like dis- disability is not even the right word. 
I guess. I don't know. Um, I only wrote a 20-page paper on it. Um, but that's that's cool to see. Uh, the show does a great job with representation of uh, different types of people. Uh, and that continues in uh, Korra. We'll talk about that when we eventually do that show. Um, the reveal of the Fire Nation weapons that incredibly unexpected a great reveal uh the show does a good job of that a lot i have great reveal written in like half these episodes (laughs) um but like that they do a good job of being like kind of steering you down a path and then all of a sudden it's like but wait and then you're like oh fuck um another like great development on Sokka's strategy and like you can tell that he's like actually really smart yeah but he didn't have a real opportunity to demonstrate that in his home but now that he's like out in the world you can see how he thinks is actually um changing because he's not quite uh the misogynistic asshole he was in the first few episodes um He's come a long way there. He's also come a long way in his ability to create strategy and um, his instincts are getting better. Yeah. Um, the action scenes in this episode are phenomenal. Yes, they are, they are throughout the series, but this episode of I like this one particularly. I thought the action sequence at the end is so dope. Uh, they do also do a bit of foreshadowing because, as we know later, uh, airships become you know mm-hmm. one of the one of the keys to the Fire Nation being able to ramp up their invasion. Yep. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Again, this is one of those episodes where it's a quote-unquote filler episode. Yeah. But it's like, oh, it actually majorly impacts the plot and character development of several characters. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the thing that I love about this show is that there aren't. Actually, had a conversation about this with uh i was doing some work for my brother yesterday and uh a couple or two days ago and a couple of the guys that i was working with love this show and we were talking about it and the one was like does avatar have filler episodes and i was like i mean technically yes but like it's not like yeah but let's just waste an episode yeah they never it's like an episode um, it's like, some people oh, argue well, that that was the issue with the Great Divide. It felt like a wasted episode. Yeah, I mean, like the Great Divide and um, Bato, I think they could be two of the most egregious cases of filler episode. But even then, you get character development of several yeah. characters in those episodes. Um. So. So while I technically just, yes they're a filler episode it doesn't feel like a filler episode so we haven't done this in a few episodes but i did want to do this um list out some some major characters that we've seen who are on team avatar list out team fire nation and list out team zuko given zuko okay. his own team um, well he deserves so, it so team zuko is probably the smallest right now it's for me it's him and iroh maybe you can throw june on there but you could throw his crew in there yeah, his crew, but his crew can be, as we find out in a in a later episode, his crew can be taken back by them. They're still Fire Nation soldiers. They're not deserters. They are. So, 
you know, his crew is is hit or miss, but you know, um, and then Team Fire Nation, we got Ozai, we got Admiral Zhao, uh, we got Master Kin. Um, who else do we have? Uh, those are like some of the big names. But, yeah. Uh, other than them, you know, the Fire Nation Army, obviously. You have um, you have some people here and there who are you know big old switcheroos and are loyal to the Fire Nation now. Um, some minor characters there, but you know a lot of people who would just want to turn them in. The pirates are probably Team Fire Nation. Yeah, and then uh, you have Team Avatar, who is the biggest with main characters. Obviously, it's it's called Avatar: The Last Airbender. So you got Aang, <laughs> you got Katara, you got Sokka, you got Teo and Pops now. You have Suki. Yeah. Uh, from previous episodes, you have King Boomy. Um, yeah, I miss Suki. I'm, I'm excited yeah. for her to come back. Yeah, Su- Suki will make a comeback. Um, strong. Oh yeah, for sure. Always strong. Um, am I missing anyone major on Team Avatar right now? I mean, like yeah, like Zhang Zhang Boomy. I said Boomy. Um, Zhang oh, I wouldn't say is necessarily Team Avatar, but he's not. He's not against. Aang. Yeah, I mean he helped him, so I would say he's probably Team Avatar. Yeah. Um. Did you have anything else to bring up? On this, uh, on this episode in particular, no. I pretty much got to say everything I wanted to say about this one. Cool. Alright guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we, re- we really appreciate the listen. If you feel so inclined, you can like, comment, subscribe, whatever you can do on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, if you are on iTunes and you leave us a 5 star review, I will read out your comment on the next episode. You know, try to flame us. We, we have fun with that. We, we try as you might um but yeah check out some of our other projects we have bracketeers going on we have a youtube channel uh we have a website normalhumanradio.com and um you know most importantly though tune in to our next episode which is episode 18 the waterbending master i really enjoy this episode Do you? Uh, i've got yeah, I've, I've got some notes i've got some notes but uh it's a good it's a very uh there's a strong message in that episode. Cool. Uh, guys, as always, again, thank you so much for giving us your time. And peace. Good episode. Yeah.